0: you're listening to wham the only podcast on the internet that takes comedy seriously thanks for listening to wham boo ha did i scare you you're you're listening to wham bat eh is that is that something? Because it's Friday the 13th, or tomorrow it will be anyways. For me, for you, whenever you're listening to this, it's Friday the 13th somewhere. That's the funny thing about Friday the 13th, is it's always happening somewhere, uh, especially if you live by Camp Crystal Lake. Don't go swimming in that lake. Uh, especially not after, you know, an hour after eating, because, you know, then you'll get a cramp. And Jason, who's the lifeguard there, will get angry at you, uh, and machete you to death because you didn't heed the warnings not to swim in Camp Crystal Lake. So that all being said, welcome to WhamTap, my name is Waffles, I am your host of this spooky podcast, and I know what you might be thinking, it's just like, gee Waffles, everything is so spooky all around me, with all the ghosts and the Scullingtons and the demons and that pumpkin that looks at me weird, and I'm like, are you a fruit, are you a vegetable, should I eat you with my main course, or should I turn you into a pumpkin pie and have you for dessert, or can I do both? and that's just an existential crisis waiting to happen and so pumpkins are like the scariest of anything that's edible uh and and so you know, i was listening to a podcast and i wanted it to, to be not spooky and comedy and laugh ha ha ha, 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 ha. Uh, just like that you know that clown that's in my backyard that's doing all the all the laughing and they i think to them, myself that spooky clown has the right idea uh, everything's so scary, I think I gotta laugh in order to not be scared of all the, the spooky stuff. And so to I say to you is that we haven't had clowns in this town for the last 45 years. But also, rest assured, this is a comedy spooky podcast where we will be counting down the top 10 spookiest things ever. So prepare yourselves to get spookified as this is going to be the spookiest top 10 list of all time. Ignore those other top 10 lists of, oh, this is the spookiest thing ever, of when you're in the the middle of the night and it's a thunderstorm and you're doing a Ouija board and then you realize that it's owned by Hasbro and you're like, capitalism! No! I know, that spooks me out uh But, anyways, we're doing a top ten list of spooky stuff because I am out of ideas. I am, i got no idea. I was like, I should do a spooky episode, but what should I do it on? Or the spookums about? And I'm like, I don't know what spooky things are. I could do it like an interview with a demon, but I'm pretty sure we like did that ages ago, or that was in another. Po- it might have been a dream I had where I did an interview with a demon the sleep paralysis demon, maybe name's Gary, lovely bloke, uh just working nine to five, but it's like nine p m to five a m because you know sleep and and stuff, and just you know got three and a half kids uh and you know just trying to trying to pay the bills just like the rest of us. I mean, you want to know something fucking spooky is the bloody economy am I right oh. Oh, spookums, like, just looking at my, my income and outcomes and accounting. Poor, oh, that's spooky. That's the number 10 spookiest thing ever is finances, especially in this economy. Say, trying to save up for your retirement. And I know, oh, just even saying the word retirement, a, a chill just goes down your spine because... Whoa that's that's the spookums that's the spookums right there and that's just two spookums so we're going to move on to number 9 number 9 bananas the spookiest fruit cuz they're not even a fruit they're actually a flower so when you're eating a banana you're thinking mm, this is a yummy fruit and then the thought will come to your mind of like this isn't actually a fruit cuz technically fruits don't exist or they've got like a much broader like it's it's more of a biological categorization thing which is complicated at the be, like the most of time and what actually is a fruit and what's a vegetable and all that sort of stuff but either way a banana is a flower and you're like Gee, i'm eating a flower right now and that's just that's spooky because like what if you were eating a rose and there was like a thorn in it and that could prick you and that could hurt and hurting is that spookums uh, and and so bananas are effectively, it's or what if, what if somebody that you were romantically involved in uh, decided that they would do a nice romantic gesture and give you some flowers, uh, but they got confused because they were reading like a science textbook and they said bananas with flowers and they gave you a bunch of flower a bunch of bananas, which technically are a bunch of flowers. And and so that's they're trying to be romantic and being like, hey, I got you a bunch of flowers, um, but then you're thinking, Oh, I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat these bananas and and then you eat one of the bananas, which is technically a flower, and you offended the romantic interest. And how could you do that? They're so romantically interested in you. And they they got you a bunch of flowers and you ate one of them. How could you? And so that's the number nine. Uh, is is bananas are flowers and if somebody uh you know a a bit good intentions but maybe a little bit confused as to you know social situations bought you a bunch of flowers thinking that uh, they were doing a most romantic gesture but actually they bought you bananas uh, because bananas are flowers and you mistaking it not for a romantic gesture but just for them buying you some bananas, which is a nice thing to, in all honesty, buy more bananas for your romantic interest unless they're allergic or or don't like them or whatever. Ask a chick first. Anyway, number nine, bananas are flowers and don't eat flowers, unless they're bananas, but not if a romantic partner got them to you as a bouquet. That's number nine on the list. Number eight, an empty coffee mug that you think wasn't empty and then you go to drink it and you realize that it was empty and that always scares the hell out of me like oh i need a coffee and then i'll go to drink one and we're like oh no i already drunked the coffee and all i've got left is this empty cup and i guess in order to sustain myself i'm now gonna have to eat this empty coffee cup because what else am i gonna do with it and so that, that, that's spooky, is having to eat an empty coffee cup because you thought there was coffee in it and you committed to the act of putting something in your mouth and realized that it was empty and so you had to eat the cup instead of drinking the coffee that's no longer in it because you drank it previously. That, ooh, that scares the hell out of me, that's, ooh, that's, I'm gonna have nightmares about that tonight, I'll tell you that much. I'm gonna have to talk to, to Gary the sleep paralysis demon about that one, because, boy howdy, that's, that's spooky. Ooh, I'm shaking so much, I've got goosebumps, like, there's a goose on my skin, right now, honking away, because I'm thinking, thinking about an empty coffee cup, that I'm gonna have to eat, because I thought there was coffee in it, woof, that's, woof. Ooh, that's scary oh that very spookums very very spookums uh two spookums for me we're going to move on to number seven the sea now they say that there are seven seas but when you try to count them there are either more of them or less of them or exactly seven but which seven is debatable by geological survey so that ooh, that whole concept of just Are there seven seas? What are they? Does the Adriatic count as a... What is a sea? Where does a sea stop and an ocean begin? Is the Pacific Ocean a specific ocean? Or is it a sea? What about the Black Sea? Is it a sea? Or is it just a really big lake? What about the Mediterranean? What if we dammed up the Mediterranean... And turned it into a big lake. Would it still count as a sea? Would it just be a big lake? That's that Spookums that's scary. That is that, oh I mean you like, oh we're gonna sail the seven seas and then imagine you're with your friends and you're like, where should we meet up? And one of them is just like, well, there are seven seas, I think we should meet up on the sixth sea. And you're like, cool, and then you go and you get your boat, and you're going sailing, and then you're like, which one is the sixth? Are they even ranked? How do you rank the seven seas? You know, pirates. There could be pirates on those seas, and they could steal your boat. And you'd be like, aw, I like that boat. But a pirate stole it, and that's, that's sad. And sad things aren't scary. And so we've come to the end of number seven of how many C's are there? And what even are they? Ah, number six. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, number six is already a spooky number. And you're right. Number six is the number six, the spookiest of numbers. So we're going to move on to number five. Now, number five sounds like alive right now if you follow me with this alive is the opposite of being dead but if a necromancer brings you back from the dead you're not alive you're undead which is kind of the opposite of dead because undead and dead but you're not so you have alive being the opposite of dead but also undead is the opposite of dead but alive and undead aren't the same thing they're not synonyms or hom- whatever they were. So the fact is that you can have two opposite words to one word that aren't themselves the same. And that, that's spooky. Language. Number five is the concept of language and especially the English language because that, that shit don't make sense. I mean, have you even tried speaking English? It is a blah 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 of a language. I mean, whoa! It's just that spookums. That's oh, that spookums. I I saw a dictionary the other day and I passed out for fear. Right? Somebody was like, "Gee, I wonder what this word means," and then they pulled out their dictionary and I fainted because that was too scary. Too scary words and their meanings and not and ambiguity of meaning. Like words that can sound the same but have different meanings or have the same meaning, but a different word like that's all oh far too scary ha ah, i'm so I'm too scared that i'm we're gonna need to take a sponsor break while well, I get my my thoughts in order and in order to go on with this list and so i'm i'm a I'm gonna tell you uh that this episode is sponsored by the the concept of scariness, oh no if you want to be spooked out if you want to be if you want to get yourself a scared and all the frighty bood then uh, use the the code wambats for 20% off your next spookums uh you t- just next time you're at a crossroads and you know doing a deal with a devil use the word wambats for 20% off your next scare uh that thing's quite good quite good It's quite a good deal uh we've got a got a you know tester thingy you know when you're doing these ads they'll send you a little thing and so we're doing the the contract for the ad signing and whatever and they're like oh do you want to do you want a sample scare while we're uh you know while we're doing it i'm like sure and i so i put in the code Wambat because bats are like nocturnal spooky animal, even though bats are lovely bats are uh, beautiful creatures uh you know but you do the, the code wham uh and uh And, you know, the demon uh, went boo. And I, oh, I didn't expect it. And I jumped. uh, And it was was super spooky. And then I looked behind me and there was a skeleton. And I was like, oh, no, it's a skeleton. The skeleton went boo. And I jumped because I wasn't expecting both of them to say boo. Because that's that's spooky. Uh, And so that was like the 20% extra extra, or 20%. Either way, it's a good deal. Uh, So go to your nearest crossroads. uh, Put a fork in the road. Uh, cause then there's a fork in the road and then it's a, it to crossroads, crossroads, are like forks in the road. Uh, so get a fork, uh, put it in the road, make a crossroad, a spooky demon will come up and be like, oh, you want to do a deal? Uh, and then you just, you, you do your deal. You're like, oh, I want to be the best fiddler in the world or whatever. Um, read Faust. And, uh, you know, and then they give you your fiddle. And you gotta go. Do, 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 do. Oh, look at me! I'm such a good fiddler. Uh, and then you use the code Wambat uh, to get twenty percent off. It's it's a good deal. Uh, you know, Anyways, that's that's the ad. Uh which brings us to number four on our list of spooky things. They're the spookiest things ever, and I think we got some real spookums on the list already. But these. Top four, oh, they will blow your socks off, I will tell you that. And that's number four, is being so spooked by something that your socks blow off. How does it happen? I don't know, but it's spooky. I was at a haunted house, and a ghost came up behind me, and was just like, boo. And I was like, oh no, a scary ghost. And then I looked at my feet, and my socks weren't there! That It had blown my socks off, and you know how when you're doing the laundry, and you're always ending up with a sock missing. You know, that sock goes wand about, and you're like, oh, damn, I'm going to have to spend more money on socks now, because my socks keep on going missing. It's weird, right? But you don't expect it to happen in a haunted house, getting your socks blown off your feet by a spooky ghost. Because that means you have to spend even more money on socks. And I think this is a conspiracy by Big Sock. That's right, secret double-listing-heading Number rank uh, is, is the conspiracy by big sock to to blow your socks off while while you're being spooked uh, in order to sell you more socks. I think that they make ghosts extra spooky so that your socks will blow off. Right? You wonder how where did that ghost come from and why is that ghost wearing a t-shirt that says "I love socks"? Right? Because that's the thing I never understood about ghosts. Right? Is that they Like, the the archetypical ghost that you see is like a sheet with with eyes cut out of it, right? That's what ghosts are meant to look like, right? And so you would have thought that if ghosts were sponsored by any sort of brand, it would be sheets. You would think that sheets and ghosts would go together like socks and shoes, but no, because socks, this is the thing. Socks sponsor ghosts so that when you're scared, your socks get blown off because you're so scared your socks get blown off. And then you have to spend more money on socks. And so I think, and, and so that's what it is. Like. You see the, the ghosts wearing the t-shirts that says, I love socks. And that's the big giveaway for the conspiracy. Everyone's like, waffles, waffles, you're mad. You're crazy. Why would socks sponsor ghosts? And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's because of the, the blowing your socks off thing. Right? The ghosts get a little bit of kickback from the sock company. I think that's the thing. When they blow the socks off you, right, and you're like, oh, it's so scary, and you run away, right, and you leave your socks behind because you're, you're too scared to think about it because a spooky ghost, right? And then the ghost comes and it gets your socks, and then it sells them back to the sock company, which, you know, cleans them up and repackages them and then sells it back to you. They don't – they've stopped making socks the last 20 years, Right, all the sock because that's the thing, right? You're you're living in a small town that used to be supported by the local sock factory, you know, and and all the all the blokes they would go and they would go and work twenty hours a week down the sock factory, you know, on the sock machines, doing where the sock hop came from and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so they're there, you know, they're making socks, they come home for dinner, they're eating, you know, some roast socks with a side of boiled socks and a sock salad, and, you know, and then they go and then they sleep in the bed made of socks, and, you know, and then the factory shut down because of, you know, business interests, they're like, oh, we're going to move the socks overseas, where, you know, cheaper labor, and, and whatnot, but no, they never rebuilt the factory, they just got the ghosts to scare people's socks off and then sell the socks back to you. And that's the conspiracy. That's, that's the spookums. That's the real, real spookums. I'm looking at my feet, and they don't have any socks on them at the moment. I just scared myself so much that my socks blew off, and I'm going to have to find those socks and nail them down so the closest ghost doesn't steal the socks and try to sell them back to me. Right? That was number four on the list. And you're thinking your heart rate is going like a mile a minute right now, thinking how scary that was. And you're like, Oh, I don't think I'm ready for the top three and you're not, because they are the scariest things that I could think of, right? This is the scariest things ever, because 'cause I've been scientifically tested to be able to think of the scariest things of a of a scientist sat me down in the room and was like, think of something scary. And then I told them a scary thing, and then they fainted because of it being so scary. I told them that, you know, bananas are actually flowers thing, and they just got them going, and then they all fainted, and they had to, you know, ex-continue the the, the study because it was too scary, and none of the scientists could hold up to it, you know, and so they just, like, concluded the study that I could think of the scariest things ever. It's science, right? scientifically, that I think of the scariest things, and so when I make a top ten list of the spookiest things ever, and I know I'm probably, like, really morally, uh, what's the word, unethical, morally unethical right now by releasing this list to the world and if you're still listening to this then you've got like a, a steel constitution because i guarantee you that there are people there's probably been like car accidents of people that were listening to this on on, on their way to work and it got too scary for them that they you know passed out that their heart was going too much or they were shaking too much that they couldn't drive anymore and they had to either pull over or, you know, got into a big massive car accident or there's like people operating heavy machine, which is why when you're operating heavy machinery, they're like, oh, don't take these certain types of medications and don't listen to wham-tap because every so often they might do the spookiest thing ever. Because scientifically certified to be the sp- spookiest podcast ever all those other podcasts are like oh we're so spooky it's uh you going through uh dark woods at night and there's a guy with a chainsaw and i'm like that's not spooky that's just a late night chainsaw worker you know it's just out there in the woods harvesting uh you know all the trees you know because we need wood for our buildings because you know wood doesn't grow on trees and we need somebody going out there and getting all the wood for us and show you like Oh no, I'm out in the middle of the woods and there's some guy with a chainsaw. Well, next time you sit on a piece of wooden furniture, think about that. Or think about the late night forestry workers that just want to do their job. And maybe, maybe you sexy teens camping in the woods and, you know, disturbing the the forest industry. Maybe you're the, the real chainsaw wielding mass murderers. Eh? Think about that. Or or axe murderers, for people who can't afford chainsaws, because chainsaws are expensive and hard to operate, and you need to maintain them, and axes are a bit easier. Or saws, you know, if you're out there and, you know, somebody's chasing you around the woods with just a manual saw, think about that maybe they're just, they're trying to cut down trees, so, you know, to fuel the construction industry... And uh, and you're the one being all disturbing to them, eh? So so yeah. So but anyways, Wham Chat certified spookiest podcast ever. Number three. Spookiest thing that I can think of is the Mona Lisa. I know I'm just going to let you sit with that for a moment because you probably like had a real gasp. Oh my god, that was so spooky moment. Right? Because art is subjective, and I mean, what even is it? And, and you're there at the Louvre, and and there's so much art at the Louvre, but the only art that anybody cares about is the Mona Lisa. And I guarantee you, there are probably untold numbers of paintings that exist on the planet at any one moment. And the only painting that anybody could name is the Mona Lisa. And I know there'll be some art historian out there that'll argue with me and be like, oh, I actually know there's this painting and that painting and this other painting and all that sort of stuff. But whenever you give me the name of a painting, like, oh, this is George Washington crossing the Delaware. All I'm hearing is, oh, this is Mona Lisa crossing the Mona Lisa. Right? Right? And, you know, when not even just paintings, but statues and, and, you know, kinetic art and all that other stuff, right? Somebody is like, oh, this is uh, Michelangelo's Statue of David, right? And I'm just hearing in my brain, oh, this is Mona Lisa's Statue of Mona Lisa, right? So the Mona Lisa is is the spookiest painting. Because we don't know who painted it. We suspect... That Mona Lisa was painted by as a self-portrait of Mona Lisa. It's like a selfie before selfies were a thing. As she sat down in front of a mirror and painted herself. But why didn't she paint in the mirror? And that's spooky. Right? That's the... the oh, such... Oh, I'm sending shivers down my own spine just thinking about it. Right? As I sit here in my apartments with my recording studio and and i'm just staring at the mona lisa that i stole i mean bought for no money i mean legally acquired from the louvre and replaced with a with a photo that i took put it up there with a little signature saying i'm i'm real i'm not a photo i'm the real mona lisa so when people go to the louvre and they're looking at the art they're like, oh, is this the Mona Lisa? And someone's like, oh no, let's look at what's written on it. And they read, I'm the real Mona Lisa, or I'm not I'm not just a photo because somebody took the actual Mona Lisa, then, you know, they'll be like, Oh cool, it's the legitimate one. And the fact that I can do that, right? The fact that I can take a picture of the Mona Lisa and put it up in the Louvre and sign it saying that's real, and people will be like, Oh, but it must be the real one because somebody's put on the on top of the painting itself that it's the real one and I can be in my own studio apartments recording a podcast while staring at the only only piece of art that we've ever seemed to have made according to me that and and you know and I don't know if it's real or not because nobody bothered to sign it saying it was real to so think about that and that's that's spooky that's that's really scary Number two, the spookiest things ever is that skeleton from the ad. Remember the ad? You know, code Wambat for twenty percent off your next Spookums. That skeleton that said boo to me. Oh, that was a really scary skeleton because it didn't have any any flesh or blood or or uh, skin, no eyeballs, didn't have any hair, wasn't even wearing clothes. Think about it, every time you've seen a spooky skeleton, it's naked. And so not only is it is it a skeleton, but it's naked, and so it's kind of sexy. But it's a skeleton, and so it's scary. But so it's like a sexy, scary thing, you know, like, I'm not sure whether i'm scared of you or i'm attracted to you or both and that's just as a recipe for a toxic relationship right because that skeleton said boo to me and you know after the ad read because it's not really relevant to the ad but after the ad i asked that skeleton out on a date and it said yes right And we went out and we got some milkshakes together and we were sipping some milkshakes and i was like this is delicious milkshake and i thought milk is good for bones right because of the calcium I thought the skeleton would appreciate a milkshake for good for their bones. But when the skeleton was was drinking the milkshake, the milkshake just went right through them because they're a skeleton. And it was so scary. And then I was thinking about how naked they were. And it was so sexy. Because I was out in public with a sexy naked skeleton and was drinking a milkshake and it was, oh, it was so sexy. But then there was a skeleton and it was so spooky and I, I had conflicting emotions and I didn't know how to feel. Oh, and that's ultimately at the end of the day, isn't that the number one scariest thing ever? Is being in a relationship with a spooky skeleton and not being sure how to feel about it. Oh, that's so spooky. I'm sure everybody can relate. You're sitting in your car, which has just crashed off the highway because you were scared by number six on the list, and you're like, oh, no, it's too spooky. And you crash the car, and you're sitting there, and the podcast is still blaring because the ambulance has been, you know, caught up because they were also listening to the podcast, and they had to take a breath because it was so scary, and they pulled over, and so you're waiting for the ambulance to, to, you know, put, you know, turn the podcast off because they've got a job to do and you shouldn't be listening to podcasts on the job. If you're listening to this on your job, then, oh, you rebel, you, I like you. But uh, in, but not if you're an ambulance driver. If you're an ambulance driver, turn it off and get to that car that crashed because they were also listening to the podcast. It was too spooky. And you're there and you turn and you see your skeleton partner who you've been dating and maybe married to for the last 10, 15, 20 years. And there's your skeleton kids in the back seats and they're like why did you crash the car and you were like you were listening to the podcast it was too spooky right and they're like yeah it was really spooky we're just children you there should have been a warning at the beginning of this episode that oh maybe you shouldn't be listening to this with kids especially if you're in a car because of the spookiness and you're thinking but hmm Goodness, my skeleton partner is the sexiest thing ever. Oh, they're so sexy, but they're also so spooky. And I have conflicting emotions, and then those motions. Emotions are spooky. That's the scariest thing ever, being scared of your own emotions. Anyways, that was the top ten spookiest things ever, according to me, a certified spookums expert. Uh, so if you want, remember, if you want 20% off your next contract with a Neiman on a crossroad, you know, put a fork, so there's a fork in the road, and I, that's still one of my favorite puns ever. If you come across a fork in the road, pick it up. Uh, and, and so, if, if, thanks for listening to the episodes, uh, don't get too spooked out there. If you're in New Zealand at the moment, that you, if you, like, oh, ding, new WAMTAT at the moment... I'm going to listen to it. If you just listen to it, voting is open. Go vote. It's important. If you're not in New Zealand, but you've got an election, vote. Civic duty. Crap like that. Anyways, I'm just a silly comedy person on the internet saying I hope I didn't scare you too much. Anyways, have a good Spookums season, and I will chat with you soon. Goodbye. Love you. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew.